40 reasons to love Brooklyn chicks. Wait, do we have 40 reasons listed here? Well, it's episode 40. <laughs> Duh. Anyway, you know, part of the whole uh, abrupt stop with the music. But shout out to Royalty and Suave. That song is called Brown Water. And come on, guys. We all, we know all what the- love a little brown water. I don't like brown water, but we all I know what brown, brown water juice. is, right? Brown juice. But they call it brown water. Hennessy. So shout out to them. You know, I'm you know trying to promote some of their music. You know, we're all about the black. We're all about promoting. We're all about promoting. Maybe suave because it has an accent. That accent. Well, accent. Oh, mind the, my version of the next song doesn't have a, a accent. <laughs> but shout out. You know, we are here promoting stuff now. You know, promoting is like promoters, whatever. You know, as we saying? always do, holler at us. Holler. I mean, you know, we're a little late on the post this week. We had some technical difficulties. We technical were like difficulties. Very stressed. But back on top, thanks to. Shaw's husband. Shout out <laughs> Shaw's husband. He got us back. I mean, but just so you guys know, if at any point that we don't post on our regular schedule posting day, there clearly is an issue because we are not flaky. Never. And just know that if you want to know updates, just go on the gram because you will be providing that once we are late. Yo, talk about the gram. Did y'all see that video I made? I mean, I made a movie, a whole movie. A whole about movie. Our rant from last week. I was just like so proud of me. Check it out if you have the gram. Check it out. Brooklyn Chicks, two X's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I wanted to start this cast with a few updates. You know, as we talk about things in the show, then we hear updates. We like to fill you in just in case you forgot we spoke about it. So, I mean, our first update. Can we talk about Do You Love Me? If we all remember that episode, that was Stefante Clark. Remember Stephane, that? Stefante, who was Stefan's brother who got killed in, in Sacramento. Sad. Correct. So, I mean, I tell you, his sky's the limit. I guess sky's really the limit because this guy, Stefante is 25 years old, as, you know, many just mentioned again, that is the brother of Stefan who was killed by Sacramento police. And, you know, they're waiting for the district attorney to decide if they're going to press charges on the officers that Still, that was like months forever. ago. Like episode five, we talked about that. Do you love me? But, you know, he filed a, we did, he opened a campaign, like, for fan, for finances, because he plans to run for mayor, <laughs> Stefante Clark. Vote or die. <laughs> this guy states that, you know, please vote for me, you know, I'm not the smartest one. I mean, come on, we really all. Said, I'm not the smartest one. <laughs> At least he kept it real. spend cash quick. That's how most government officials do it. Correct. So he filed paperwork on November 19th with the California Secretary of State to open two campaign finance committees, one of which is tied to his mayoral bid for 2020 election. And this is according to the Sacramento Bee. But let me quote what he said. He said, I don't have the most experience. I'm not the smartest guy. At the same time, I'm from the city of Sacramento. And if there's anybody who's going to listen to the people of Sacramento and who knows the problems of Sacramento, it's me. Do you love me? (laughs) (laughs) Even though I did decide to run for mayor after the death of my brother, I am not making this about me in retribution and revenge. Can I ask a question? Where is the money for the library? Remember they said that he was he was yes. running around with stacks of money with the Burberry uh, scarf. scarf. <laughs> Where's that? Can we talk about that? You want to be my man? Can you follow through on task number one and get me a library? <laughs> At least get the ground started. Hello. But yeah, so that's, I mean, if the people of Sacramento really believes that Stefante could do a better job than the current mayor, then, you know. That doesn't say much about Sacramento, but I love to see my black brothers uplifted, and I will encourage him 
cool. To run for mayor. So, hey, come on. We, I, I mean, after all, we do have Trump as a president. Just Anything's possible. Let's Just do it. I mean, that brings us to another update with Botham Jean. That was sad. another sad incident sad. with, uh, you know, this guy, 20, what is 26? 20s, young boy, young lad. Lad. In his apartment watching the game, this, you know, WS walks in, a cop who they claim that she thought it was her apartment. She was on a total different floor, which if that is the case, she was totally drunk or high, let's be honest. But anyways, she shoots this guy um, and then that's her excuse. Hey, I thought it was my apartment. So they officially decided to indict her. Yay. And this is on murder charges, not on manslaughter. So we're just all waiting to see how this case really turns out for Amber Gourier, whatever her last name is. Um, so, you know, I'm going to keep you posted. Hopefully they do get the justice that they need. I mean, let's be honest, as I always say, justice, I mean, how good is justice if you can't get back the person that was killed, you know? Hey. <sighs> Talking about death here. Sad. I mean, you know, we all know Puff Daddy produced the, the album, Life After Death. Biggie's manager, producer, best friend. And robber. <laughs> Whoa. But can we talk about life after KP, Kim Porter? This guy is posting Instagram videos. Oh, new life, new beginnings. I got to take the kids to school. I mean, by all respect, I mean, I give my condolences to him. But where were you before, Bro. Swimming in Cassie's vagina? Wow. Were you not taking it to school before? Wow. Why do we still need to hear about his daily activity with these children like he wasn't there before? And then the brother posted today talking about he picked them up in the Lambo truck. Or was this yesterday? And did you know the twins have horses? I mean, how cool is that? Like, come on. Like, where were you guys before? And listen, you know, that's the thing with people. You know, when people experience death and these kind of, you know, these kind of troubles that you feel bad for them, it's almost like a pity party. Like, everybody Love gave... me while I'm alive. Forget <laughs> about me when I'm dead. When I'm dead. Pull hey, yeah. well, me too soon. Because I'm like, no, why not? <laughs> why not? You know, it's a treaty. <laughs> why not on the tombstone? <laughs> But again, you know, we give our condolences to Kim Porter, her definitely, children, all her definitely. friends and family. But I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And this is in our general life, day-to-day life. And people say, oh, you know, my mother's sick. Or, oh, I mean, I get it. But what do you really want? Do you want the pity party? Yikes. Come on, man. This, this is totally not my philosophy. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's your philosophy, Ben? You don't agree with me? I mean, if somebody dies, they die. So, so what's your thoughts? I don't get it. I just, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think Puffy should be going around, like, you know, promoting. Single. Now he's a single parent. Yeah, I don't agree he should promote that. You know, the kids got, you know, they don't want to have to deal with the stress of, like, dealing with the mother going every day. You see your mother going, now I got to do this. You see your mother going, now I got to do that. But, on another hand, like, you, gotta, you know, you can't be so cool. People mourn the way they mourn. They mourn the way they mourn. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, speaking of Morn, Morn, 
the lives of, I mean, just the dignity of black people. When you see black people going into happy red nails on Nordstrom Avenue, this is another update. As you see, you know, we saw these black ladies, three of them went into happy red nails and the Chinese people did a kung fu whole, uh, whole, <laughs> whole scenario with them and was beating them with sticks. It was a whole routine. They beat on these black people just for getting their nails done because they didn't like their eyebrow and was not willing to pay for the eyebrow service and can you believe people are going in there hugging michael kwang ling like wow dare you oh yeah whatever when this place opened up (laughs) when this place opened up people went in there hugging this guy like he was the messiah like thank you for coming back and giving us five dollar nail that's how you say it five dollar five dollar you want that? You want that? Thank y'all. That? Pay now. Pay now. <laughs> or get beaten by a broom and acetone thrown on you. This is very this is sad. Funny. It's very sad. But it's just to show you, we as a people, as a people, will just continue to go back to the old ways of things. No one sticks here. They don't stick. It's like no black empowerment. Sad. Uh, let me move on. And I've read this article on Instagram, and you know, we've talked about this before, where this woman, somebody posted, you hear that? That's ice jingling. You know it's drinking podcast. But anyway, she said, this woman posted, said, you know, I went to a black business and they did not do it, my service right, but I will return. I will she keep said, the good gonna fight. I'm going to keep going until they get it right. That's it. Because my plan is to support black business. You know, there's some black business out here that really get it right. Black nail salons, you go to one. Yeah, I told you the other day when I went there, you know, Brenda was kind of mad at me because I didn't invite her. But she always said, oh, that's so far. But I mean, I went there, they had cocktails and nails she day. She did not tell me I would come for cocktails. You see, they had a Henny Rita, they had Rasta pasta and fried chicken, and it was just to say, hey, we appreciate you. Even though we might get things wrong sometimes, even though you might be waiting to get your nails done for, for 25 minutes. We are still here to support you. you I appreciate that. Place, though. That's something else. You very rarely wait. You <laughs> That's a problem. Like, you want now? Come now, now, come now, come now, now. You only wait when you wait for somebody specifically. If you're not waiting for a special person, you get service. You get service instantly upon entry into these places. You got your nail done. You want pedicure? Put foot soap. Put foot soap. I come back. I come back. You're like, I don't want to soak my foot. I never soak my foot. Though. <laughs> I just wait. You don't have to take too long. I'm out. You don't have those calluses on your foot. When you're trying to leave, you know they'll chase you down. Like, don't leave. They do now. Right now, you next. You next. Everybody used to go to the nail place. I used to go to a specific person. I'm like, yeah, I want Maggie. No, no, no. I do for you. I do for you. No, no, no. I want Maggie. No, you messed it up last time. I do not want to go to you. It's like they want to fight you if you don't want to go to them. These people are aggressive. Very aggressive. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. (laughs) Sally and my nails, they have that poster on the wall, like young Jim that came to open a business, and then they talk about how un- unsanitary the business is. You remember I said <laughs> yes. the whole thing about nail salon people? Well, you know, a lot of people have left the nail salon with funguses. Let's be honest. Anyway, oh, talking about fungus, I see this old guy, you know. Okay, is that, I mean, everybody should know that George Bush died. I mean, honestly, I don't really know about much about George Bush ever. I was a young lassie at that time, but he died on November 30th at the age of 94. They say he was very um, kind. Yeah, but they say he also created a tumultuous period. And yeah, he did it very kindly. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it was. <laughs> he was kind. You know, and they say that he, he died because, you know, when people say, you know, two older people are so 
equally yoked and in love and one dies the other one feels it and he said he just wanted to go meet barbara who died april 17th this year at the age of 92 so what i did think that was died really of a broken heart. that's it died of a broken heart oh you know god forbid i mean god forbid i die but i'm gonna die if i die first before my husband I, I would want him to die right after me. I wouldn't mind my husband. Like, after right me? Now. Like, after me? You should be dead. It's nothing left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? What did you say? So you I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind my husband dying right now. Can you not say this? I'm not even going to. Shut up, Brenda, please. That's horrible to say. Anyways. Uh, what I did think. What I did think was very touching was the fact that the dog, Sully, Yo, she is so torn up about this. I'm not torn up. I'm touched. Look at Sunny. I'm like, sis, please. (laughs) I'm touched about this because it just shows that these are loyal creatures. You know, I have a dog myself. And this dog was laid right next to George Bush coffin. That was so loving. (sighs) You know when you go to Trinidad? Probably when you go to Caracol. And you walk in. You don't see dogs just walking down the street like, hey. "Hey." (laughs) You don't even feel scared like, Oh my God, a dog is coming. You're like, a dog. Yeah. When, you're, it, when you're in character, you're like, a dog is coming. The dog. A dog? I don't know why. Lee's dog. But <laughs> that's, that's it, right? To my character. Brenda, Brenda. I've been trying to master this word, dog. She can't get how we say dog. It's okay. Dog. But the thing about it is, you come to my house in Caracu, you would not be smiling with the dogs. Because them, them dogs in the yard, they oh, don't play that. I heard your husband calling you, tell your mother, come get the dogs so I can come in the house. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> exactly. So the pain. to get in contact with her. He was so scared of the dogs. Uh, but yes. So, I mean, this is something I saw this week. I mean, oh, but to oh, make this worse with this whole George Bush shit. Today, I go to the post office. <laughs> Sneak outside of work, okay, to get to the post office <laughs> at an hour where a lot of people are not there, 3.30 to 4, 3.30 or 4 o'clock. And I get there. <laughs> I get there. That's your side where clothes due to mourning of George Bush's death. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? He died last week. Why are we still talking about George Bush? So it's a federal holiday because George Not Bush died? Not a holiday, just a day of mourning, isn't oh, it? Oh, please, a day of mourning. That was a BS. I was too annoyed when I saw that shit. And I had to walk back to the job with that big box of goods I had. You told me I had a package in the mail. Oh. You can take it if you go back. <laughs> um, but talk about old people. Eddie Murphy just had his 10th kid. Oh, we spoke about this too. Hey, people, we're on our 40th episode. If you don't know, now you know. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> Roll the tape. Kid. kid born yesterday. What's the kid's name? Some kind of crap. Uh... That's a crazy name. Uh, so somebody said what? Oh, Max. Max? Max Charles Murphy. I like that. Anybody else talk about Future and all these other people who have so much. Oh, Fetty Wap is another one. Is it Fetty Wap? The one from Jersey with the one eye? Yeah. They were talking about how he has so much kids and so much baby mothers. But Eddie Murphy takes a cake on this one. Yeah, Tim. No one talks about him. Maybe he's it's, old and washed up. He says a son, 29, 28. He has 16, Well, maybe because he could afford them. 23, 28, 25, 11. If I hear that noise, that's a train. We're in Brooklyn today. Brooklyn. <laughs> and now this new baby. Two days. <laughs> Police. I don't know. God bless him. But listen, oh, back to the funeral thing. Did you see George Bush, the son, not the dead man from the coffin, giving Michelle Obama candy? <gasps> I saw that shit. You know, what the, what the hell was that, a Scooby snack? You know, these white folks, they got no damn... 
It said he always gives her candy. What is like, this? What like the breath stick? Like what the overseer giving the sexy black slave candy? I don't know what to make of this, but it's nothing good. I don't see nothing good coming out of it. <laughs> and you know, the Obamas always got to be, you know, they're always classy. You know, she's like shaking his head, smiling. But what is that shit about? Y'all let me know what y'all think about that. I think that shit was very condescending. Uh, maybe it's just the way they spend time. As if, let's be honest. Stop looking at race. Kanye said it best. The one best he, thing he said. He can talk about anything. George Bush does. He hates black people. <laughs> he said that, okay? He coined it. I believe it. Kanye has no position to talk about anything. I know, but well, I agree with before the mental illness set in, so. That's the beginning of the mental illness, which I think that's what was real. Now, he's freaking he off the rocker. He did. I'm trying to think of a Kanye song. Does he have a song like that? He did. No, I don't know what Sorry. song that is. Anyway, so talking about off the rocker, this guy. So there was a I don't know if everybody saw Marcus Black. He's from Love and Hip Hop. You know which Love and Hip Hop he's from? Mm, I'm gonna say Atlanta, or maybe no, maybe Hollywood. I'm gonna say if somebody needs to check Bender on her facts, please check her because I know I, I don't know he's from. Marcus from Hollywood. So first, I'll just I'll just play what he said. You know, this was going around, and people had different thoughts about it. So we'll play it so you guys could hear what he has to say, just in case you did not hear it. Hey man, uh, I was thinking this morning, and I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of lip from you ladies over this, but you know, fuck it, it just gotta be said. Okay, listen, um, no man, no real man, want no woman that's a hundred percent independent. You know it's cool to be self-sufficient. It's cool to be able to get out here and do your thing and handle your business if you need to. But all that, 100% independent, I don't need no nigga for nothing type attitude. Listen, that ain't going to get you nowhere with us, okay? Sorry, my phone went. My phone went. Technical difficulty. Yeah, he's from Hollywood. Love and hip-hop Hollywood. So bottom line is... You know, he went on to say that basically uh, women can't be too independent because then I guess what a man doesn't want her or it just deters a man from her. I don't know. I send this to a couple of people and you know to hear their thoughts. And would you get back feedback wise? So you can ask me what I think, but I'll tell you mine last. Oh, please do. So I mean, one person, one guy that I know stated he said like, listen. Um, you know, basically he doesn't agree with this guy. That's bullshit. Like, yes, he would appreciate an independent woman. And why wouldn't a guy want an independent woman? And then, you know, from what I understand, you know, from my other podcast that I listened to, some other girls were talking about saying that they absolutely agree with him. And this is two girls saying this. So the two women are too independent. Saying that, yeah, that they feel like, oh, like they say, like during their times of dating, they're two single women who are not, you know, in stable relationships, not knocking them. But based on what I hear on the show, they date around, but they have nothing serious. But their thoughts was that they do agree with this guy because they feel like even sometimes, um, even when they are starting to talk to somebody, they'll grab all their grocery bags and they'll hold everything and not give the guy opportunity to pick it up. And they feel sometimes that maybe they're doing too much and that deters a male from them. So they did agree with Marcus Black. Again, I don't know what made him say this or to what extent he's talking about independence, but I know the person I sent it to disagreed with him and the, the guy from Is a Radio, Tariq Nasheed, disagreed with him as well. So, you know, I think there's a difference between, you know, independent women and women that's like just out here like, I don't need a man. I can do this by myself. You know what I'm saying? But I want to let you know, brothers, you know, even to my boyfriend, if you listen, I don't mind being a dependent woman. I would. You don't mind being a dependent woman? Dependent. Okay. No, I don't mind being dependent. 
Like, when I was first pregnant, like, I told my husband, like, yo, bro, let me stay home. I'll rock it out. I'll be that person that when you come home, food will be on the table. Sex will be ready available. Sex on the, on the After the six weeks, though. things I need to do during the day that I can't do because I work. Like, I can't watch enough TV. I can't go shopping when I want to go. It's just things that I'm lacking because I'm forced to work. So I want you to know I'll be willing to stop working as long as somebody's willing to give me an allowance suitable for me to maintain. Did you get allowance at the time? When I was home? Uh-huh. Well, we had a little money in the bank. Shorty, what's your bank? <laughs> so we used that. <laughs> we used that to kind of hold on while I was home. But, you know, I'm not, you know, not knocking this guy. There's a lot of things I can knock him on. But when I had my second child, I stayed home eight months. And, like, I had bought my house on, we had bought our house, but it's my house now, June 29th. And I had my son on July 3rd, and I didn't work for eight months. That's so what's he up. he held it down on his own, man. Hashtag goals. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So I guess all that money he put out at the beginning. Worked you out. You <laughs> don't want to give me a debt. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. No, seriously, you know, we think about men saying they don't want women that's, you know, all about themselves and doing things for themselves. But the problem is for many women, especially black women, it's, it's so difficult to find somebody that's going to be able to spend, you know, quality people. So you have to kind of make yourself say that I'm going to have to do this on my own. Because to find somebody quality, I told you about my 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 foray into online dating and how disastrous this turned out. She always out. referenced her online dating experience. It turned out so disastrous. And, you know, no one there was worthy of even being online date, uh, making me dependent. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, so... Let's say this guy, Marcus Black, is just referring to the woman. And this is what I say. You know, I think it could be a turnoff in a certain way where women is looking around like, well, I'm independent. I can do on my own. Like, it's those people. Like, you could be independent, but you don't have to let a man know that you're so independent. Because according to, you know, what these kind of men say is if you're so independent, screw yourself. At the end of the day, a woman wants a cock at the end of the night. True or not true. So don't act like you're so independent. I'm just saying. So, I mean, I think... If he is talking in that, you know, in that aspect, I can get it where women are so like, oh, I'm so independent. I don't need no man to do nothing for me. Really? That's why you a single bitch in these streets. You can be independent and don't have to boast about it all the time. It's That's true. how I feel. Because you know the thing is, people want to see women do good. Men want women to work, but they don't want them to say how good they are. Correct. You know? Like, you always got to defer, drop down. Oh, he's saying, my husband's saying, what do you need, husband? Blah, blah, blah. And even people don't say, oh, I don't want that. But when a woman does it, they're like, oh, wow. Oh, you're like, when a, oh, like we talk about ditch or dutch in terms of a woman <laughs> trying to pay the bill. A guy appreciates that shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, So you want to pick and choose when you want somebody to be independent versus dependent. Again, I'm willing to be dependent. Just saying. <laughs> so there's this comment from this woman saying, like, you know, we have to teach, we teach girls to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller we can we say to girls you can have a, you can have ambition but not too much you should just aim to be successful um but not too successful otherwise you would threaten a man you know i don't agree with this i think that was like years ago i you know i think men as a love to see women in a better place i was in a better Correct. place than my husband i mean he made more money than me but Education wise, I was in a better place than him. You know, he worked blue collar. I was in white collar. I had more prestige white collar. in my job. You know, in terms of I just didn't get good pay, but I was you know very prestigious at my job. Um, and he never really cared. He was like proud of me, like oh yeah yeah yeah, that's good. And I'm sure at some moments in your life, you know, when you were together, you basically uplifted him if it if need be. Like he didn't feel threatened by the fact that, that hey, that should be another topic. 
<laughs> yeah, I got that guy out of a box of Legos and put him together. <laughs> I built him from Legos, okay? His mother just sent me a box of Legos. I built him up. And he tried to throw the shade on me. I tell you. Um, Ungratefulness. I tell you. Hashtag no relationship goals. But, um, you know, I think the goal is even if you are about your business and about your life, is to not make the man that you're with feel less than. Like, I don't need a man. I can do this myself. That kind of thing. I, I think that's the key. But the question is, do you really need, I think every woman or every person needs to ask themselves when they enter in a relationship, do I need to be in a relationship with someone or can I be by myself? Wait, what? Is that even a question? Like, do I need? Do you need? I don't think it's ever a need. I think mostly relationship no, goes with someone who wants. Some people, it's a need. Some people can't be alone. They go from man to man, like monkey from tree branch to tree branch. They cannot be alone. The silence is too definite. So there are people out there who are too afraid or too... Dependent. Dependent. But I think those are people with underlying issues. It's not even about needing a man. It's just about you're lacking something in your life that you feel you need someone else. Um, but I mean, for a female to say, Yo, do I need a man? That just sounds so crazy. Especially in this world where we women are more like feminists. So we have like a more feminist approach that, yeah, we would like a man, but it's not to say a man defines us or us not having a man will define us. And you know, back to this Marcus Black guy, you know, while he was on this Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, he had gotten, he was cheating on his girlfriend. Oh, really? He was. Well, what? He was cheating on her and got somebody pregnant. So I don't know what... Who? What type of quality <laughs> man he dealing with he is to tell some woman that she's too independent. Dependent, exactly. Like, like a woman should be break. dependent on his cheating ass. He'd be a kiss me ass break. <laughs> but I find like, you know, a lot of women said this is a valid point. He's all right, you know. But I, I do agree that women could sometimes you could be you know it's like having money you can have money but you're gonna go around telling anybody you got money exactly I'm at, I'm at, and making someone I'm feel. Rich, rich. <laughs> And making someone feel less than because they don't have as much money. You know, the same deal. Like, you know, making someone feel that they're dependent on you because you're so independent. You know what I mean? So I guess it goes along the same lines. So, you know, that kind of brings up the next question. If you meet somebody that you know is not where you're at. Because, you know, let's be realistic. A lot of women, when you think about what's the pool of people. They say ten men, five in jail. How many in jail? Four? Four in jail. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Two in jail. Too gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Break too it down. Bi. So that only leaves four. Too married. Oh, that only leaves two. two. <laughs> so out of every ten, ten men, you only get two ten. Out of the two, two out of ten, a black man. Two. You got to get a black one, too. This is my old theory. I just mean, I'm told this is not scientific. But I mean, so you barely get anything out of the pool. Do you, when you approach a man, do you need to modify yourself in order to When you make approach yourself, a man or when you are approached? Oh, bro, Whoa. Oh. Just saying. saying. A woman can't make the first step? That should be another topic. I'm not even going to that wow. right now. I'm not going to go into that. That should be another topic. Yeah. But can I just feel. Women start the pie. You know, I'm old school in a lot of ways, you know. Save it. You said the next I will. topic. But back I will. to this. So you meet somebody who's not on your level. What do you do? Do you dumb yourself down in order to be with this person? Do you, you know, huh? How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> and you already know. And you already know. If there's a woman that says they never dumb themselves down for a man, you're lying. We've all done it. Because you just either don't want to deal with them arguing, <laughs> you don't want to deal with them feeling all hurt feelings because you know something. Mad sensitive. 
blah blah we've all done it but i mean i think the goal is that you have a formula in terms of how much to dumb yourself down that you shouldn't just be going down 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 to nothing in order to make somebody else appeased or be happy so Correct. if a man wants a woman that's not independent this is like this is not 1900 when people are sitting around barefoot and pregnant waiting for some man to come home and bring a little couple dollars to you even my granny used to get my grandfather's pay <laughs> she used to manage it but again as you said like you know again if you are like you said if you were the prestigious one although your husband made more money than you in but you beginning. were the one with, with, with more intellect you know you don't have to dumb yourself down but I think because I think a real man he will he will acknowledge or he will observe the fact that you are an intellectual individual you might be more intellectual with him and not feel a way but try to Try to encourage himself to be better. On, yeah, that's how I feel. Man, let's both come together to be better Correct. together. So you should be like, damn, you know, Benda got her shit. You know, she really doing good. I should really try to match up what she's yeah. doing or probably even exceed what Let she's doing because I'm a man of the house. Go back to school. Yeah, I ain't with it. That's no, a sorry. real deal. I don't, I don't know. You're not with it now because you're I mean, past you're that. You're going back to school like in a certification program, all right? But if you go back to school to like get a bachelor's. You know, that's messed up. <laughs> I do not agree with that one. In any capacity, you feel you could better yourself, whether it's getting one in class or starting off getting your GED or your depends the, on where diploma. You are right now, you think about where you are in life, right? You're in a part of life where you want to start traveling, you want to start doing things, going out. And then you, I can't go, I got school. Can we go to spring break? <laughs> this is what I was saying about dating younger people. Dating younger people, and they're now in can we go on spring break? Getting their life together, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but so. if, but I mean, if you really see that person as worth it, and you're like, okay, I, I guess I can go spring break and then go with my girlfriends or the the off times. I mean, you just make you just make it better work. Better yourself, brothers. Better, better yourself. Better. You know what I'm saying? Is. But again, I do not think any woman should dumb herself down. Like, Definitely. no, I'm sorry. We've been dumbed down for too long. Men had more rights than us at a certain point. Women, they still have more rights than us. Men getting paid better than us. I mean, we have no reason to dumb ourselves down. So if a man can't handle that, guess what? That's not it. Go to the next one. That's it. So anyway, I think at the end of the day, we just have to realize that we want both people uh, to feel wanted. <laughs> That's the key. The husband should feel wanted. The, the, well, the woman should feel wanted. The man should feel Despite wanted. Despite independence? Despite independence. Because, I mean, even if you're independent and you're with somebody, you want them to love you. You know what I'm saying? You want them to love you at the end of the day and not hold what you have against you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, but if you have a bank account like Bill Gates, yo, bro, I'm totally dependent. <laughs> no problem depending on you, bro. I'm depend, depend like a pamper. That's how dependent I am. <laughs> So, Marcus Black, we hear you. And you know what? There are women out there for you. For who? For Marcus Black. For Marcus Black or men, for that matter. You know, the thing about, well, I think, too, back to this cheating thing. Maybe the reason why he wants a dependent woman is that he could cheat and do whatever the hell he wants. And (laughs) whatever he wants. If you guys see some background noise, it's just things going on in my house. (laughs) You know, my husband coming in like, hello, we're recording. Turn on the stove, I tell ya. Anyway, I tell ya. Hashtag, get me a podcast, please. <laughs> we did say we experienced some technical difficulties. Yeah, but let me finish your thought. What was it? Uh, basically, I don't know what the hell your thought was. I got distracted. Whatever. But, but the basic premise is, you love, know. Love. 
No, it's not love. The basic purpose of all these gifts is love. We're talking about independence. Whether it's, you know, women out there, again, you know, you're independent. That's awesome. That's beautiful. You just don't have to keep sticking it in a man's face if that's the case. And again, this is if this is what Marcus Black was talking about. Because I don't know what made him post that statement. Just so about random, right? Yeah. maybe he, yeah. Even if, I think this is what I was going to say. So I think what it is, is he wants a dependent woman so that he could cheat. Because, you know, when you have a woman that depends on you, they you basically got to lay a lap. Got it. Because yeah. what she going to go? Yeah. What she going to do? Did you see that movie Enough with Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> she was totally dependent on that guy. Until it was enough. No, but it's true, though. I mean, I don't know if this guy's regular behavior is cheating on women. As Benda said, she seen him on the show, and that's what he was doing. So, I mean... If that's what it is, then you know this. Maybe this is a guy that wants a woman that depended on him on on some level because of the fact that hey, you know he wants a woman to depend on him, so she was a go anyway. He keep doing his thing, cheating, beating, creeping, whatever it is, and she'll depend on him. But again, women are at a different level now. You know, regardless if a woman is dependent on you, she'll go and mess with the other guy to keep to keep messing around. You know what I'm saying? Independent or not. I saw this article and it says, I think I might be too independent. Is that possible? And the woman says, you know, I'm proud as hell of how strong, independent, and self-sufficient I am. But I'm starting to be afraid that I've taken it a little too, too far. far. I'm really happy where I am now, but I'm worried I've cut myself off from the social interactions a little too much in the process. She said, first off, number one, she can spend a whole week alone. Wow. Where she doesn't hang out with anybody. Her mother texted a couple of friends, but... Go to work. And she doesn't have a problem with that. she'll spend her weekends alone. And she feels no kind of way. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't feel guilty being home on a Friday night. Maybe this girl is just freaking she lame. Says, I prefer to cook and eat alone. Since she was in a relationship before, she ate like crap. So now when she gets home, she can make healthier meals and not order. And her waistline is much happier. She says she'd rather that. stay in with a glass of wine than go out on another first date. Because... It's so much worse than being alone. I think this lady she alienated herself. She said the dating scene is worse than being alone. She'd rather be alone than dating. Mm. Um, she said she's enjoyed saving money. She doesn't have a huge social calendar. And the nail in the coffin is she already has a cat. Oh, you know what that cat is? You know what that cat is doing? <laughs> That's why she's fine being alone. Lickety lick. That's what I heard. But I mean, for the, for this lady, I mean, we don't know the background of this. She could be a psycho, or she could just be antisocial. She could have tremendous amount of issues. We even remember that lady who says like she goes away on by herself on vacations. Oh yeah, and stays in hostels. <laughs> listen, I am not. Listen, as I told this person, I respect and commend them to go away. And this person is going what, to Iceland. By yourself during a holiday season, we're supposed to be with your family. This person is going away to Iceland by herself, staying in a hostel. Yo, I respect that. I don't. You could ask Benda. I don't go to the corner store by myself. She will not. Well, I go to the okay, corner one store. One time she wanted but, to go to Olive Garden, right? She called me. She's like, I really want Olive Garden. So she bought the Olive Garden. She went inside at Gateway Mall and she bought the food and she sat in her car and ate a load. <laughs> That's a separate topic, but I do not believe the independent women. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I do not believe in going out to a restaurant, to the movies, that kind of stuff by yourself. I just think it's very loserish. I mean, I'm sorry. Anybody. (laughs) That's why she can say that. 
I mean, I'll go out. I wouldn't go to Olive Garden alone, but I'd go to a different? diner. But you said you go to the movies by yourself. What did the you movies? do this? Yeah, no, wait, I, I barely want to go to the movies, but I'll go to a diner alone. That's the same thing as going to, for to like Olive breakfast. Garden. Olive Garden is I like a go diner. I would for like lunch. I'll go for like between morning and 11 a.m. So 11 a.m. is my So cutoff. your alone time is in the morning yes. time only. That's the only time it's acceptable? Yeah, for me. I, I wouldn't like, oh, I'm going to lunch by myself in a restaurant by my job. I went to a Thai spot. As you can see, it was few and far between. I can point the point the year. It was 19. <laughs> It was actually 2000. <laughs> March 31st. <laughs> and I went to Thailand. So again, I, I mean, spring no judgment here. Anyone that could go out by themselves and enjoy themselves, that is awesome. Kudos to you. I wish that could be me. Or not. Yeah. She has so many friends. She's <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, um, so you had a what's not, what not? Oh my God. So I was on the train. Going to my other job because you know I'm a hustler in these streets. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> I'm a hustler. Anyways, I'm standing there and I see this lady with these disgusting nails. This is like an older lady. I'm gonna set the scene. She's sitting at the NC right by the door. She has a black wig with kind of like green streaks. A black woman, one of us, and she had these like a ring on every other finger. Maybe Guyanese gold. I don't know. When y'all see the picture when we post it, you can tell me if it's Guyanese gold. I can't confirm, but it looks like Guyanese gold. And she had long nails. I mean, to the point where the nails was like curving. It was horrid. And she had different colors, like dark gray, silver. So now, you know, this is totally out of her age range. She put these different colors on her nails. But they're bent over looking horrible. My what not for the day is, yo, when you're out of high school, long nails is unacceptable. I am very sorry. And you know what the stigma is with long nails is that you can't clean yourself. You can't oh, cook yeah. properly oh, and nasty. And I'm not going to lie. When I was in high school, I did have long nails. Okay. Tips. No, no, let's not get wrong. We had tips. I had, no, but even after tips, you know, after you get tips, your, your actual nails grow long. And so my nails was very long at a point. acrylic. Excuse me, does it matter? It's still my nail. Those long paper thin nails without acrylic. It had acrylic. It was my nail under it. The bottom line is, this is my nail. This is my nail. No, sis, it's acrylic (laughs) with some paper sheets that you put nail on the bottom. Anyways, so I can't knock it fully, but when you're at this age, when you're like 50-something wearing these long nails, I think it's unacceptable. So please, ladies, I know everybody's rocking the coffin nails. I don't know what the pointy ones are called. I can appreciate those. But come on, long nails where it's bending to the point that you can't even act. It's just, it's disgusting. Ridiculous. Please. That's my whatnot for the day. I'm always so concerned how they wash that cat. Somebody will see. Get that way and it goes in trouble. Oh, the shovel. I to pull it down. Thing before we go, a shout out to Stephen Curry. Um, oh, shout out to the light skinned brother. Yeah, a little white girl named Riley Morrison wrote him a letter. She was white? Yes. Nine year old wrote him a letter saying, Hey, you have those sneakers on your website saying for boys, but girls rock Curry Fives too. And Stephen, Stephen Curry wrote a letter to us saying, Hey, Riley, I appreciate your concern and spent the last two days talking to Under Armour about how we can fix the issue. Unfortunately, we have labeled smaller sizes as boys on the website. We are correcting this now. I want to make sure you can wear my kicks proudly, so I'm going to send you a pair of Curry 5s now, and you'll be one of the first kids to get the Curry 6. 
Lastly, you have something special in the works for International Women's Day on March 8th. And I want you to celebrate with me. More to come on that. But plan to be in Oakland that night. All the best. Hashtag running the game. Oh, I respect that. And then he texts her, I appreciate you helping us to get better, Riley. We got you. <laughs> I thought that was a good story. <laughs> Yet she's laughing. Let's paint the picture of her husband gagging in the background. Because I th- I mean, for him to respond, you know, I guess it's the right thing to do to respond and say, hey, let me give you a free sneakers, Riley, whatever. But what I think it shows these youths is that, listen, if you see something that is wrong or just unethical, feel free to use your penmanship and write, write it down. You know, this, this is what they should be doing. So, I mean, this girl wrote this and, hey, look, first of all, she... Uh, fix the problem that exists in terms of branding and promoting and you know marketing his sneakers, and then she got a free pair of kicks. Yeah, and recognized by Stephen Curry. Holla. So I mean, this girl she might be doing great things. Shout out to Stephen Curry for acknowledging that and you know basically making it possible for her to be in the WNBA one day. Does that thing even exist? Though? Yes, WNBA does exist. <laughs> Did you not watch Love and Basketball? That was dead. That was dead. <laughs> what you playing for? Your heart. Yeah, that's a classic movie, though. Very classic. So, I mean, that's it for our cast today. Again, sorry for the lateness, but we're still great. It <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> so, uh, we'll talk to our podcast family next week, I guess. Check us out. Instagram, SoundCloud. Share with your friends. Yo, shout out to my homie, Jovial by the Water. We saw that you, you know, looped in a couple of your homies to check us out because you appreciated the cast. I think his first cast was Face in the Place, right? No, that's actually another cast. Oh, yeah, he yeah, actually he enjoyed Face in the Place. Correct. Did you put your face in the place. Oh, please, I think it was called. It was Please Put Your please Face in the Place. Put your face in the place. For struggling people who don't like to go down. Get it right. FYI, you know, stay tuned. Oh. Ben and I have a follow-up on this because, you know, we do our research at all times. So we'll talk about that in the future. crazy. <laughs> can't wait to tell you about it. Later. Later. Always oh, drinks brown.